0: Uh, but we're gonna we're going we're gonna go live now on our custom streaming services. For everybody out there to see us, um, because basically it's really cool what's going on, and I'll share you. I'll share the information. But there is so much going on. There is so much information. There's so much news. There's so much everything going on in the world, including uh, you know, including uh, this, this the mastermind show, which is pretty cool. Um, and I'm really happy to be able to keep doing this. This is our hundred and first meeting, I believe. Hundred and first meeting. Yep. Oh, it's 101st meeting we, we crossed 100 last week, so last week was 100. This would make it, this week, 101. Yeah, 101. Not that I'm a genius when it comes to math or science or anything like that, but uh, I do know how to count past 100. Um, when, once we get up to like 115, I'm going to have to use a calculator, I'm sure of that. But other than that, uh, I'll be able to... I'll be able to Cover this anyway. Let me just do this real quick. So let me welcome everybody to the uh, the uh, Mastermind Roundtable, where we discuss how current events affects our lives. Presented uh, presented by uh, SoundBroker.com, uh, the name to trust when it comes to buying or selling event timber production equipment. Just remember, everything you hear is uh, an opinion, so do your own research. And I want to welcome everybody to the room, So, um, and I hope everybody had a great week. There's so much news out there that it might be impossible to cover everything that we want to talk about this week. But in the interim, how's everybody doing? Anybody feel like saying anything before we get into the
1: meat and the potatoes of the show, of of the news stories that I want to cover? Well, I had a great week. I did electrons for um, 10 days. We had a great show. We had a fundraiser in the Wagga Wagga town. We raised nearly $200,000. So, and I got to use, um, I had a CL5, I had a VDOS system and a JBL line array above it. And they were having a bit of a punch up two line arrays like the VDOS and the JBL. They'd, you know, they'd get you there, but it was a great week and a great show. And by the way, just everybody
0: should everybody who's listening know that the accent that he has, even though he doesn't think he has an accent, um, he's from Australia, you know. So, and it's Wagga Wagga, if I remember correctly. Is that hey, right? Wagga Wagga. Yeah, Wagga
1: Wagga. Spelt Wagga Wagga, but it's but pronounced Wagga Wagga.
0: You know, I learned a long time ago, it really, it really doesn't matter how it's pronounced as long as you know how it's pronounced. And that's a kind of an interesting thing because I remember when I was a kid, I was, I, I was only 17 and we were going someplace and I needed ID and the guy in those days, they didn't have pictures on the ID so he handed me uh, his, his someone else's uh, uh, license and I started pronouncing the name and, I, and I'm saying, was it Schwitze, Schwatze, what's the difference? The guy's not gonna know how you pronounce your name, just whatever he says, it's fine. I say, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, <laughs> You know, that's, that's the one thing that I do know is that it doesn't matter how it's pronounced as long as you know where you are. And I, I have something that is so cool, is so cool. Have you guys heard about this, this, uh, this um, map system called What Three Words? Have you heard about this yet? What's it called? Mac system? No, no, it's called whatthreewords.com. What Three Words. And it's a Google app. And it is a, I mean, an Android app. It's also a Mac app. It's also on a website, of course, because it's .com. What three words, okay? And we'll throw the link in the chat. And this guy, uh, he was a band. He was, in a, he, was, he was a production manager for a band. And, it, and basically what he says, when band musicians and roadies kept getting lost trying to find the gigs in the festival, Chris Sheldrick knew that there had to be a better way to talk about locations. And him and his team came up. What they did was they divided the world in in ten foot squares on the map, and they gave every one of these ten foot squares a three name a three name uh, code word. So, like for example, the Empire State Building would be heave wipes clay. So if you type in in your browser right now. Um, uh, w3w.co, and I don't know if it works with .com. I didn't try it with .com, but w3w.co/heave the word heave .wipes .clay your map. You're going to see the empire, the direct location of the Empire State Building. If you look in the, if you look in the chat, um, Tina put the link there, and basically every place in the world you can find. And they're using this now all over Africa because basically you know, there's not some street addresses or wherever there's no street addresses. And this is as accurate as you could get. So anywhere in the world right now, you could give people the three words where you are in this and they will be able to plug it into the map and know exactly your location, which is really cool. Like for example, uh, Soundbroker is fish forget Global. So if you do that, and it's a really cool app because what you do is it interfaces with all of the other map systems, which is including Google Maps, Waze, Apple Maps, uh, any other map system. They they have it all down to a science and it's being accepted now by the United Nations. And soon this is gonna replace uh, a lot of the uh, addresses in the world. So that you could, people would be able to, uh, you know, you'd be able to go uh, get your mail by using. And that's how they're using, they're delivering mail into the Outback right now, by using this system. So it's really, really cool. Um, if you haven't heard about it, you've heard about it now. And the last thing I'll say about it, there's a TED Talk. Um, and we'll throw the link into the chat about that as well, of the TED Talk which is super cool. The guy is re- you know, his, his explanation of and of how it's working right now uh, is very spectacular. So um, it'll also help in our industry as well. So that you know, if you have a gig, that's out in the field, you could just give them the three words, they'll look it up, and they'll get directly to where you are. So, so if you haven't heard about it, um, did anybody Google it while we were talking about it. Yeah,
2: I'm looking at it now. And you mean, every 10 feet on Earth has three words. That's right. That like boggles the mind and how they could come up with that.
0: Yeah, it's uh, trillions, I believe. It's trillions of words only. He goes into the great detail of how many square feet there are on the planet and this kind of thing. But you know, it's it's a very impressive thing and it's free. I don't know how the guy's making any money out of this, but he's donated this to the world. So it's really cool. it's just super cool. <coughs> yeah. Wow. So, and speaking of super cool, I wanted to let you know. Now this I, I don't understand this, but you know every week I get a letter uh, from LinkedIn telling me about how many people have searched for me, you know, and this week I was searched on LinkedIn by Marriott, Caldwell Banker, Lexmark, and Tesla. That to me is impressive. Almost as impressive is that we've had 99 views of last week's show, the hundred episode, 99 people viewed it just on my Jan Landy Facebook. Unfortunately, I can't tell you how many people watched it on LinkedIn or the Mastermind Roundtable Facebook page or Soundbroker itself, because now we're streaming through YouTube on Soundbroker, which is really, really cool. And so um, I want to thank everybody who's watching and uh, listening in. We also do a pot We also put this as a podcast. So there's a lot of a lot of a lot of ways that people could hear this show after. So we we're giving a lot of information, and people are getting benefit out of it, and that's a great thing. And I want to thank everybody who participates um, in involved in the show. Thank you so much for everything that you've done. I mean, this is 100 and, 101st episode of this thing, and um, I don't think I'm going to stop at least next week. So I'm going to keep going <laughs> as long as we can. And so we now have 272 YouTube subscribers as well. Um, not that I'm saying that they all watch it, but, uh, but, but so we are getting our views out in public, which is really, really cool. And I just wanted to share that and thank everybody. So um, next thing on my agenda is to let you know that next week is Small Business Week. in in the United States. So May 2nd to 6th is National Small Business Week, a time to, you know, here's the the, uh, BS of it all, uh, a time to celebrate the tenacity of America's entrepreneur. And Google is putting it on. And if you want to go and be part of the meeting, uh, we'll throw the link in the chat how you can, um, it's actually on May 5th at 9 a.m. Uh, and they're going to be talking how to create style guides and brand kits to better build your consistency and attract more customers. So if that's something that interests you, uh, Google is putting on a sentiment on that it's free to the public, and we'll throw the link in the chat. So anyway, um, before I go on with any other stories, anybody have anything that they want to say?
3: Hey, David. Yeah? If you type in... Cornflakes Wayne, where does it take you? Just two words. I think you have three words. Wayne, cornflakes Wayne. That's three words.
2: Oh, cornflakes. Oh, okay. I don't
3: know. Let's find out. Cornflakes Wayne.
2: Where do you type it in? Oh, here it is. <laughs> you
3: moved rooms.
1: Me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in my unit now. And uh, yes, I'm I'm settled in here now, and um, that's good. Yeah, it's very good. How's Seattle has the has Seattle?
3: Uh, this time of year, the weather changes every thirty seconds. You that literally like go from sunshine sun to hail in like ten minutes. Well wheat yeah, no, doesn't
1: it. exist. Cornflakes yeah. corn <laughs> waken, but no cornflakes wane. So and, uh, I had Uncle Toby's oats this morning.
0: There you go. Now where? Well, well, now where will that put you?
1: <laughs>
0: Something tells me the restroom, but I don't think that's on the map. But no, it, I'm telling you, this thing is really cool because we're, we're, you know, we're Pond, where, where, you know, up in Shuipan, where where Bo's coconut plantation is, where we were up this week, there is no address to the house. I mean, it's really rural, and yet by 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 doing a quick search. Um, now, if I would have been up there, I would have been able to open the, the, the What Three Words app and it would have given me that. But by doing a quick search on the map, I was able to find out exactly where they were on the map. Uh, of course, the words get a little mi- mistangled in there because not everything is a simple word. Um, you know. Uh, so some of the words get more complex uh, because I guess how many words really are there? And I guess the combination of three words is enough to cover everywhere in the world. But, uh, you know. So things are coming back to normal right now, it seems. Disneyland just lifted their mask mandate on all the parks and shuttle buses. So um, the airlines have uh, have lifted their masks. And, you know, I don't like to get political on this show at all. And I'm going to try not to. But speaking of Disneyland, um, as you guys all know, that Disneyland and I did not know this until this happened, that Disneyland was its own government. I didn't know that in Orlando, that basically when when Walt Disney started Disneyland, they let Disneyland become their own government. Now, if you've ever been to Disneyland from a technical standpoint of view, and you've ever gotten that technical tour, which I have, um, it is unbelievably impressive. They have the latest and the greatest and the state of the art in any kind of communication system, automation systems, uh, just system upon system. Every system they have is just state of the art. And as a matter of fact, um, in Anaheim, Disneyland provides the emergency communication systems for the Anaheim police. I don't know if you know that. And I don't know if I'm making this up or not, or if it's changed. Does anybody know anything about what I'm talking about? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Disneyland provides the entire infrastructure. For uh, in Orlando anyway, not Anaheim, but in Orlando, they have the whole infrastructure, the water, the power, the sewage, the street paving, everything is run by Disney. And when DeSantis took that away from them, all of that now has to be run by the county, and all of a sudden they don't have the money for it because Disney was spending a fortune on it. So now all these tax payers in Florida are getting their property taxes boosted by at least 25%, plus Disney had a bond that it wrote for a billion dollars to make money to do this, to borrow money. And the bond goes along with with the, with the, with the, uh, authority. So Disney yeah, just made yeah. a billion dollars by not having to pay back its bond. They're they're reaping a fortune out of this, and the homeowners in Orange County are getting totally screwed.
0: Yeah, let me let me just read you a little bit about the article, and we, we uh, I don't know if we have the link about this, but basically, uh, 1967. 25,000 acres in Orange and Escola counties uh, gave Disney the self-governing status and also responsible for its own municipal services. Um, So now there's an interesting thing about this, that this is probably never going to happen, and I'll tell you why in a second. You know, because it might never even be legal what the Legislative did, because the Reedy creek district would be dissolved june 1st 2023 now remember that florida law says the special districts can only be dissolved if the majority of the property owners in the district agree and vote on it and uh, as you know Disney is basically the only property uh, holder there in this county, so you've got to wonder how they're going to vote on it. But Reedy Creek is what's known as an independent tax district, meaning that the tax revenue it generates are in addition to its local tax obligations rather than a replacement of them. If the district is eliminated, then the tax payment to Orange and Oswego counties would not increase. So basically, they would lose money everywhere. And then what's not clear is that the local governments would now have to pay Disney's municipal services. And oh yeah, they would also have to pay this billion dollar bond back. So the reality is, is it probably was just a, a, uh, a political event for you know whatever the reason was that the governor wanted to do it. But however, it's probably not going to happen. But it just seemed to me that it was very impressive To find out that disney was its own country or basically its own state in the country which i had no idea um and i don't think most people did know about that
4: self-sufficient
0: yep it's it's like the vatican
2: in rome it's its own country
0: yeah and i i will tell you if you if you've never been to disneyland underground the the underground services that that provide all of the services that the average Visitor to the happiest place on earth, never sees, is so impressive. It is, you can eat off the floors or the walls, it's as clean as can be, and it is, um, it's just immaculate, and not only that, it's efficient, and it's state of the art. And if you ever get a chance to take a, a technical tour of Disneyland, just run, go to it, and you will love it. It will be the most impressive thing that you will ever see in your life. Uh, other than if you can get up on a space shuttle, I'm sure. Right, anyway, that's I thought I'd say that. Has that anybody is, else taken the, the tour other than me? No, I've been hoping to, but I couldn't.
1: Yeah, it's very impressive,
0: very impressive. Yeah, that's, that's one Mickey, benefit that I have. Yeah, go ahead, Wayne.
1: Uh, does Mickey Mouse become president? <laughs> Well, it's a
0: non-political thing, so we will never run for president. That's a good thing. We want to keep this. We want. I really do want to keep this non-political. It was just from the standpoint. The reason I brought this up is because one is it's a it's a major story that's running around the world right now. Because you know everybody, whenever you want to go travel, you want to go to Disneyland. I mean, if you come to the United States, there used Absolutely. to be a Super Bowl campaign that after every or any major league sport when they won. They would do uh, an ad where, where, now that you've won the trophy, where are you going? And everybody's like, we're going to Disneyland. So, uh, you know, Disneyland, uh, that was a great marketing campaign. And it became, you know, still when you think about it, you know, when I talk to, even Bo knows about Disneyland. And she wants, you know, but of course, when when you're not from America, you think everything is close by. So she thinks if we're in Las Vegas, we'll just go to Disneyland every day. You know?
1: That's only three that, hours. Come on. Have they? Have they? Have they ever given like Mickey Mouse or Yogi Bear an Oscar?
0: <laughs> Yogi Bear. Or <laughs> well, one of them. Well, they, well you, you're, convoluting, they you're convoluting. You're convoluting Hanna Barbera Disney. Yeah, yeah, I know.
1: But they're both actors. They act. They do lots of acting. You they, know. Have they ever been Boo boo. Hey boo boo. A... Hey, boo, yeah. boo. You
0: know. Hey boo boo. You know, it's it, it, you know I think about it. I you know the cartoons today are a lot different than if you if you if you've watched Saturday cartoons, uh, and I remember when I was a kid. You know, I used to watch a lot of cartoons. My favorite was the Rocky and Bullwinkle show. I remember every day I would come home from school, and I would watch Rocky and Bullwinkle, and then right after that it would go into soupy sales and uh, and then after that I'd have to stop watching TV to do my homework. Yeah, but that was um, a bit
1: of a yogi bear. I was a bit of a Yogi Bear fan. Mickey Mouse, too, yeah. but, but Yogi Bear particularly. <laughs> See, I thought you would be a Huckleberry Hound kind of guy. Well, him you know, as well, yeah, good. Huckleberry Hound. <laughs> yeah, Huckleberry. And there's a, <laughs> yeah. actually I there's a clip. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned it, but there's a little short from 1959. I found it on YouTube. I found it a lot, and then it, it disappeared. But it was um, Draws Butler, and, and they were doing Yogi Bear comes in and he's got, he's got the Kellogg's Packet. Uh, he's talking about the Kellogg's Packet. And they do the band, which is fan, You know, the, the outros and the intros of of um, of those series back in that day. The band is fantastic. But anyway, Huckleberry comes in and they, and Yogi Bear had an echo. And the whole little thing was just, the whole little skit was just about this echo. It was hilarious. But I've never been able to find it again. And then Yogi, a Huckleberry Hound, describes an echo. And it's fantastic. <laughs> the um, the the acoustical, oh, I forget how it goes now. The words, but it's, it's hilarious. If you can find it, it's just uh, Huckleberry a uh, yogi bears echo. It's on YouTube, but I haven't been able to find it. But it's uh, it's a great piece. It's hilarious. And, well, Yo- and the way the I look at it, the,
0: w- the way I look at it, Wayne, is if you if it's not on YouTube, it never existed. That's all there is to it. You know. Oh no! It's been, <laughs> <if it's>
1: been, <laughs> I couldn't believe how Huckleberry. How and describe the um uh, how uh, what echo was It was very very good uh, it was quite it,
0: funny you know when I think about it there
1: was and I don't know why I just remember this
0: particular word but I, it was and I don't remember the cartoon show either but it must have been the Dick Tracy because I just remember Hemlock Holmes talking into a watch talking into his watch to Dick Tracy Hemlock Holmes calling Dick Tracy. And I just remember that for some reason.
1: And today, hey, that's a reality. Yeah, well, what a get smart used to have the shoe fan. Yeah, well,
0: like, that's
1: not a reality. <laughs> well, yeah, it could be. Well, I suppose it's not a reality, but I'm sure you could, mate. You, no, no problem but, why you couldn't. But what's
0: really cool is NASA right now, just beamed a hologram of a doctor into the International Space Station. So Star Trek fans, make sure you're sitting up for this. We're coming close to being beamed up as evidenced by a lifelike digital rendering of a NASA doctor appearing as a hologram in the International Space Station. Now, if that's not cool, I don't know what is. Now, has anybody anybody else heard about it? Or is that new for you too? new yeah pretty good sorry Bruce is in here with the with you know Bruce I'm sure would have an opinion on that for sure um so a lot of us go on diets a lot of us go on diets and I have heard about intermittent fasting forever and I always thought that that was something that really worked and I was taking these black pepper pills as well does anybody ever heard of intermittent fasting yeah. Well, there was a study done, the study, there was a huge study done, uh, and I'll throw the link in in it, um, that basically it turns out that intermittent fasting is um, non-existent. It doesn't really work. They say that there is no scientific proof that intermittent fasting works. So um, if you've been intermittent fasting, you know, the time has come for you to look into it yourself um let's see what else is new and exciting um there is a new technique right now with scientists i don't know if you guys are experiencing mosquitoes where you are do you guys have mosquitoes where you are no steve are there mosquitoes yeah. in? here
3: yeah oh yeah we've got them big time here
0: <laughs> right right what about up in, what up in seattle are there mosquitoes? It's a unique yeah. place.
3: We we have them, but it, you know, it's only pretty short lived amount of time.
1: she called us And what and, about and, you, Wayne? You got them in Australia? Mosquitoes? Uh yeah. In the summertime, we get quite a lot. Yeah, she can. Actually... Okay.
0: Well, check this animal. out. This, this story it just broke right now. Jurassic Park genetically modified mosquitoes actually work. So. Um, these, they're basically what the scientists have done, if they made mutant male mosquitoes that are, they won't kill the mosquitoes, but basically what they do is they destroy their ability to want to suck your blood. And also they basically, well, you know, they basically become uh, dormant mosquitoes. So insects can still eat them, but they won't eat human beings uh, or, you know, so their life expectancy would be a lot less, but they will no longer become a problem for biting people, which is great. And of course, that makes you part of the food chain. It's like going in the water. The second you put your foot in the water, boom, you, you know, I feel like I'm part of the food chain. Same thing with, um, with mosquitoes. So that's something that I thought that I would throw in and let you guys know. And another interesting story along those lines is April 29th is National Safe Digging Month and Arbor Day. So go plant a tree, but don't dig it. Uh, don't don't do any digging. That's all I can say. Or be safe when you do the digging. So anybody planting a tree? Nobody. Uh, planting a nobody. Tree. Anybody planting a tree? Oh, planting a tree. <laughs> On the 29th, it's National Arbor Day. Here's to you.
1: I've got a few spots that I'd like to plant trees, but I don't know if I uh, would be allowed to. Yep.
0: Um, one more thing I want to talk about with science uh, and 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 medicine: a uh, single blood test now can detect more than 50 types of cancer. Researchers are one step closer to making a multi-cancer early detection. It's called MCED test that can de- detect over 50 types of cancer. It's available right now to select candidates, those who are 50 and older and have some sort of um, condition and are at risk for the disease. But this is going to become a real thing for everybody where they're going to be able to early diagnose whether or not you have cancer from a single blood test. And I thought that was something that uh, I would share with everybody because you know more people die from cancer, I think, every year than everything else, even uh, even the motorcycle accidents here in, in Phuket. So I thought I'd share that. Um, so there you go. And we all, we all know how bad that um, cancer could be. Um, another, another, oh, I have one more. I have one more, one more article. Researchers have identif- identified 42 new genes associated with the d- development of Alzheimer's disease. So if you think you're forgetting about a show that you've did, this could be a a cure for that. The most common form of dementia, according to a a new study released this week. So now scientists hope to have more opportunities, which to develop therapeutics. And so they're getting closer and closer to curing dementia, which is really cool. You know, I guess because we are aren't we aren't we our own memories as you get older? I mean, isn't that who makes you up as? You know, you, you, you think about things, um, you know, one of the things that really get to me at times is when I have a friend that passed and I have an idea that or I have a question about something that they would have been involved in with in my life. And I, I think, oh, I got to call Peter and I can't call Peter because he's not there. Does that happen to anybody? Is it, or am I unique in that? Well, it happens to me, but with my parents, you know, of course. Yeah. So anyway, um, let's see what else, what else is it? What else did I want to talk about? The global, um, the global citizen live event. Has anybody heard about this? It's aimed to combat poverty and protect the planet from climate change. And there's a lot of people they've raised now over a billion dollars in, um, they planted over 157 million trees, and Billie Eilish and a, a bunch of other stars. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is involved in it. It's, it's a big, big, big push. The Global Citizen Live event—they do it every year, and I'm sure they do it from Central Park, as a matter of fact, if I remember correctly. We probably have all seen that, and so that's about to—that's about to happen as well. So. So with that in mind, I think I've covered everything that I wanted to cover as far as news goes. So does anybody have anything that they
3: wanna say? You're not gonna talk about Twitter? Let's talk about it.
0: What about Twitter?
3: Well, didn't something just happen? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well, uh, basically what's happened is Elon Musk has tried to, or is tr- and attempting right now, to take the company po- private. He uh, he's he's tendered an offer of uh, to uh, the, the Twitter board which they've accepted. And now he's got banks that are going to finance it and he could easily be- become the owner of Twitter and take it off the public the public uh, stock exchange and own it himself, which will be a scary thought. But when you think about it, he has the right to do it being you know living in America because isn't America capitalistic? so there is no guarantee of private free speech there's only a guarantee of government not protecting your free speech, you know um, interjecting in your free speech, um, which is the first Amendment of the Constitution of the United States for those people that don't know that out there. so what do you guys think about it <coughs> Do you think it's good or bad? Not sure. I have a feeling it's a little of both.
2: It sounds like he has some things he wants to do that sound okay, get rid of the bots, make it harder for those to uh, post things, you know, from that aren't really put on by people. And on the other hand, there's no censorship, meaning that what's he going to allow as far as crazies go? How far is he going to let it go? So we'll have to wait and see as far as I can tell.
0: Yeah, I and you know, if, if something goes wrong right now and he doesn't put, I just read an article in Yahoo Finance that he's on the hook personally, him personally, for $1 billion right now, that if if, if it falls through, that he's on the hook for $1 billion. And his stock just took a major hit. Uh, went down like six bucks yesterday. And so seeing he's, you know, it's mostly his money, uh, you know, or a lot of his money, um, he, he lost a ton of dough in, in that. So anyway, I mean, I just think that there are people that are saying that, you know, he shouldn't have the right to do it. And although I don't think it's a good thing for one man to have that kind of power, uh, but, and and to have that kind of control of it, I still think that because It's America that he should have the right to do it. You know, another story that's related to that is Bernie Sanders. Um, And without getting very, I don't want to get political about it, but Bernie Sanders is basically saying that Jeff Bezos made a lot of money. And he feels that Jeff Bezos made too much money. And he feels that Jeff Bezos should give all his employees a raise. And he said that. And I think about that. And um, I don't know what your opinion is. You know, I believe everybody should make a fair wage. Uh, I think that, that's, that, that if, you're, if you're running a company, you really need to take care of your employees. I know I do, I hope Tina agrees with that. But the reality is, is that there's nobody to tell you what you need to do with the money that you make if you in the beginning were the one who took all the risk when you started and there was no money there, and you had to put up your own money, and you had to put your own, I mean, if I remember correctly, Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates and, and Steve Jobs, they all started working out of their garage, and they took a huge risk, and then they had to uh, capitalize it, and to they put themselves on the hook to for lots of money and lots of, lots of uh, responsibility, and I would believe that at that point in time that whatever you make, You're entitled to because you took the risk when nobody else was willing to take the risk and you could have failed and you would have been in real debt and you would have had you would have had to start all over again. What do you guys feel about that?
2: Well, you know, I, I don't know if it was Obama, but somebody was talking about that, saying that these guys didn't do it in a vacuum. They had the infrastructure of the United States supporting them and somebody has to pay for that. And if they made a lot of money because of the infrastructure, then they should pay a lot of money because of the infrastructure. The roads, the traffic, the communications, all of that stuff
0: is why they made money. So it's not done in a vacuum. Yes, but you're convoluting that in regards to the what he pays the employees to the taxes they should pay the government that's what that's all about in other words when they're in in regards to that they're saying look you know you should pay taxes because you use the roads you use the you use the postal system you, you 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 get water you get electricity all of that stuff that we provide for your infrastructure you should pay taxes for that that's it has that has nothing to do with paying the employees, that has to do with with paying your fair share of taxes to the municipalities. That's what it is. But municipalities um, do that. For example, if I had a big company, a big company, even not such a big company, I could go to the state development board and say, "I want to move my company to your state. What are you willing to give me?" And they will make you a deal. Like for example. Um, When uh, Tesla moved to uh, Nevada, they gave them a huge deal where they were able to collect sales tax and not pay it to the government for a period of years. And that's typical for a lot of big corporations that move businesses to other states where the government will give them all sorts of tax breaks for the first 10 years, 15 years, whatever. Um, And so that's not an unusual thing that's just something that that comes with doing business. But we have to stop the show, ladies and gentlemen, because we have a we we have a regular that's back in the room, two regulars back in the room that haven't been in the room in a long time. And uh, I'd like to say hello to Kenny Newman and Ken Porter. So or I could have said, hey, "Hi, Ken. And Ken. I mean, I hey, it's have... the
5: Ken brothers. huh? Yeah. Hello, yeah. Ken. Hey, how's it going?
4: Well, hey. I just stopped back from yeah. doing a show. Um, Do out downtown doing a show, and I ended up with an eye infection. And then I trying to get my yard back in shape after being gone for a week, so I kind of like not look very good.
0: Well, your name looks good, except the I think your your first letter of your name is small, and your last name is in capital letters. So uh, you know that's it. You know, small can big porter. That's all there is to it. I'm sorry to hear that you're not feeling well, but I'm sure you will get better.
4: Sure. Thanks. The, the other issue about uh, Be- uh, Bezos and Amazon that I have is, is that there's a lot of illegal aliens in Nashville that are driving for them uh, because they got the state to give them the, the, a lot of them are CDL license, driving beater trucks that people don't want anymore. And they're pulling a lot of stuff for uh, Amazon, deliveries for Amazon.
0: then now that's something that's very interesting because basically what they're doing on the long haul stuff on the big trucks they are really working very diligently right now to make that automated whereas the it would all be computer driven big trucks going from from the long haul and that's why it's probably hard to get drivers right now because you know that if you go into truck driving right now it'll be a limited a limited time that you are going to be able to continue doing that job because you know that somewhere down the road, they are going to perfect that automated driving system and then you're gonna be out of job. So yeah, I would think that anybody who would wanna take those jobs right now are looking at it from a short-term perspective rather than a long-term perspective.
5: But then we're having trouble do You think, you think that's here. gonna make us, you think the automated driving is gonna make a serious dent in- uh and you know long-haul trucking driver uh, you know needs
0: not in the near future but in the distant future yeah i would say that once they perfect it and they could they could invest x dollar in in a system that's going to get the delivery goods from point a to point b rather than paying an unknown entity a larger amount of money every week I think, yeah, I think that it's going to be a matter of economics before they cut out that job. And so
5: what's your prediction of how long that's going to be before that happens?
0: Uh, I don't have a prediction, but...
5: Come on, your crystal ball's uh, not working?
0: I would say it's probably in the next 20 years. We'll see it in our lifetimes. Everyone in this room will see it in their lifetimes unless unless we get hit by a truck before that. I think, I think what they're going to yeah, do... automated
5: one. Exactly. I
3: think,
2: I think what's going to happen is, is that they found that... When you, the way the systems are now, the sophistication of the systems now, when you put them in city environments, they make lots of mistakes. But when you put them on limited access highways, they're like 100% or close to 100% safe. So what will probably happen in the beginning is that the long haul from, from entrance to exit is going to be automated and then they'll be met by drivers to do the
4: local stuff.
5: How about the fact that they need to be either refueled or recharged? How does that work?
4: What you're going to see is you're going to see it done with big trucking companies that have r- r- routes that they run every night, like the mail routes run. For here, I have a mail route that runs to Clarksville every day, and back and forth, they'll do the automated. They don't have to go very far off the the four-lane road to get there in and out of them. Um, like There's a lot of runs that... Um, uh was it um, fedex freight and ups ground all have big uh, uh warehouse stuff off of the interstate up 40 but they have another one in In um, they run loads every night you know up to knoxville and then it goes on up into virginia and so it just loops there so they can loop them back and run them on a, a consistent time back and forth it doesn't have to be the same trailer
0: Yeah, and and not only that, Domino's Domino's um, is is experimenting with these robot cars that are you know in major cities and drones in delivering their pizza, so this is something that's definitely going to be happening eventually, Um, and I I can't I can't see automation. Being put aside, I mean that's one of the big fears, of course, that everybody has that automation is going to replace them. Uh, A a lot of people are are thinking that computer automation might be replacing lawyers shortly as well, which uh, I'm not sure if that's a good good idea or a bad idea. But uh, but you know, lawyers are not one of the most uh, favored nation uh, professions. You know, there's more bad jokes about lawyers than there are about probably any other profession out there, you know? Um, So, um, but the lawyers
5: are people we love to hate, right? Is that it?
0: Yeah, you know, you when you need them, you need them when you don't need them, you hate them. And that's all there is they
5: charge a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Like if you get a, you get a say you get a million dollar settlement, you're lucky if you get $400,000 out of it after the lawyers fees.
0: Well, not only that, the way you see the lawyers really making money is on these class action suits. They make the they make a ton of dough on class. Act, and the people that the people that bring that, they make a pittance. And then the average person who's part of that settlement makes pennies, pennies, if,
5: that, if tell me much. about it, Dan- Daniels, uh, Daniels business is changing soon, because there's a ruling in I don't know if it's federal or California. But uh, it's going to uh, change his business drastically. He's a lawyer and he does labor um, disputes, and uh, his business is going to change drastically because they're uh, changing the rules in California, and it's going to be like no, it's no longer going to be a viable business for him.
0: Wow, that's 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 horrible. You know, somebody mentioned FedEx, and I wasn't going to bring this story up this week because it doesn't take place till June twenty eighth but FedEx and FedEx Ground are changing their signing system. FedEx and Ground will enable what they call ID scanning functionality for deliveries for adult signatures required packages. So if you send something that needs a signature right now, they are going to want to scan your driver's license to make sure that you are the actual recipient. And what they're saying is is it won't take any more information from your driver's license other than your last name, your first name, and your date of birth to ensure that you're over 21. And I just think that is not going to go over very well.
5: Well, uh, wait a second. I, well, wait back, back up a second. How, are you sure that they need it to be the exact addressee? Because more often than not, those uh, the way it's worded is any adult signature.
0: Um, basically, I just read this the email that FedEx sent me. So if you guys get FedEx, you probably got that same email that I did. And it is, you know, uh, Tina and I were talking about it because Tina does the logistics. I think it's a crazy idea. What if you send something to a big corporation and it goes to the mailroom? Um, uh, is the guy who runs the mailroom going to have to show his driver's license?
5: I'm sure they'll have provisions for that. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, packages that go to mailrooms. I'm sure they're going to have to figure it out.
4: The bigger yeah. question is: Is then you send up? <clears throat> you got to deal with uh, identity theft because a lot of times you can link it to the social security number, find that, and all of a sudden you got a picture and everything on the ID and you can watch.
0: yeah I, I would think that uh, I would think that that is a crazy it's a it's a it's a crazy idea and I don't know how the public is going I mean my first reaction was what I I don't want to give him my driver's license when I when I get exactly. a package
5: exactly.
0: you know who are they to, you know you know it's an interesting thing um, I just got my new driver's license and I'll tell you the whole story in 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 less than 30 seconds. my I got my driver's license online from the state of Nevada. Tina put it, in, put it in a box with some things to go to me back in March, March 11th. Uh, it was some supplements, some vitamin supplements. Uh, came here via FedEx Express, yada, yada, yada. I got it yesterday, just the license, because I begged them just to... Open the box and send me the. They wanted they wanted so much documentation proof for this for these prescription uh, supplements to come to me that I said throw them in the garbage. They were only fifteen dollars. Just send me the license, and I just got the license yesterday. And when I looked at the license, uh, it the the wording had changed uh, from it. No, this license is not good for federal ID, but now it says this license, this is is not good for identification, which is crazy. Um, what is your license to say? In, in,
5: Cal- in-, in California, we just start, or we're you know, part of the Real ID system. Is that, isn't that Nevada part of the Real ID system?
0: Uh, yes, it is. Um, and so I went down, this is another great story. I went down there with my Real ID. Uh, I, I had to give them two bills. I had to give them proof of my address. And when I got my license with the real ID, they sent it to the wrong address. They had the wrong address on my license. And so when I told them that I went back in, they, they, they gave me the, they gave me the license with the correct address, but they stripped off the real ID and I've never gotten the real ID back since then.
5: Wow. Jan, how do you attract all these crazy situations? Oh my God. I'm
0: a lucky guy. I'm just a lucky guy. Speaking of yeah. crazy
5: situations, though, so we had a crazy situation. I put the link in the uh, in the chat. Uh, we had a crazy situation at the corporate gig that I did uh, yesterday. Uh, w- the presenter was on stage. The presenter happens to be a lady by the name of Olivia Wilde. You happen to know of her? She's yeah. a fil- film director, right? So she yeah. was pr- she was talking about her new film called I don't know what something. Um, anyway, she was talking about her new film and stuff, and this lady comes up from the audience And hands her a Manila envelope, like a big, you know, eight and a half by eleven size uh, Manila envelope. And she she says, "Oh, for me? Oh, how nice! I'll have to open it." She opens it, and she looks at it for a second. Then she puts it down. She's like, "Oh, let's get on with the talk, okay?" And she goes on with the talk. Turns out, it was um, uh, some kind of uh, some kind of uh, legal documents from Jason Sudeikis because they were a couple, and they have two kids together. So some, she was basically probably served or something at our yeah, event. Yeah, that's exactly right.
0: You, she was is served. There's a movie is- called Pineapple Express about that, where the guy, you know, where, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? I can't, I got metal block on the guy that always smokes pot. Uh, what's his name?
5: Uh, uh, yeah, that guy, Seth Rogen.
0: Yeah, Seth Rogen. Yeah, he, he plays a processor, and he's got all these costumes, and, uh, you know, he changes his outfit, to, and he's the, like the best server in the world. Yeah. You know?
5: so the, now in the article that i put the link to it says like how did she get in there how did she you know she must have had to pay to get in there and stuff but whatever it was very odd.
0: that's crazy yeah she's an she's an actress as well um, um you know good actress as well
5: uh, and the funny thing is, so while it was happening, we're all, I mean, the people running the show, not me, but the, like the stage manager and the producer on, talking on headset, should we go, maybe we should send somebody out to get that envelope. The envelope was so distracting looking because it's like Manila and she's got this beautiful blue suit on and she's like, it was just very distracting to have that envelope, you know, right there under her hands for the whole talk. So they were talking about going to get it from her. That would have been even more interesting, huh?
0: Well, actually, if they would have sent you know some uh, you know someone from a tech crew wearing a black shirt, black sh- black pants yeah, well, that
5: was that was uh, the thought. That was the thought, but it didn't actually happen. Is my point? You know,
0: or she could have put it down on the floor while she was talking, but then again, it would be <laughs> yeah, very distracted, kind of like hot potato, though, <laughs> right? Or she could have said, "Hey, could somebody?" Uh, she could have just held it out like that. And, she was she totally
5: know. flustered, but she wanted to get on with her talk. You know, so yeah, pretty well. That's pretty a good. professional. She was. She was very professional.
0: She, and she didn't rant about it. Damn, this
5: bastard. Nothing. Gonna... <laughs> You're right. That's what I would have thought. Yeah, right? <laughs> but nothing. Nothing about, you know, what the contents of the envelope were. She went, oh, this. Oh, okay. Let's get on or something. I'm not sure what she said. We weren't recording. Yeah, well. So now where was this? Caesars. Caesars Palace. The Coliseum at Caesars Palace. It's a convention called CinemaCon. It's theater owners. And uh, mm-hmm. so it was the Warner Brothers presents presentation to theater owners here in Las Vegas.
0: Now have you have have you ever been to this show before? Has anybody in the room been to this show before? It's one of my favorite shows to go because they give you you know how you go to the movies and they have these candies that are about, you know, the size of the size of Alabama? Large
5: know? size, yeah, yeah.
0: And what they do is they give that away. So you go into the you go into the the exhibit room, and you can you load up bags and bags of candies. They they used to be the best swag. I used to love to go to CinemaCon.
5: Okay, is it yeah. free to go to CinemaCon?
0: Uh, well, uh, Meyer, you know all the all the manufacturers that sell sell uh, equipment, cinema theater the, systems, right? Uh, you know, so I got a pass from Meyer, Meyer Sound Labs, uh, and so that's how I would go to it. But I'm sure they, I believe they do charge to go. But then the manufacturers let you in. Uh, you know. So, so
5: for what it's worth, speaking of speakers, so the speaker system they installed in the Caesars Coliseum is exceptional. It's a QSC system, and QSC apparently has a. a a lot of cinema theaters, so, uh, you know, sound systems and theaters these days. But I don't know if you have you been to you guys been to the Coliseum at Caesars? I had not been there before. It's a pretty large room, very high ceiling and uh, holds about what a few thousand people, 5,000, maybe it's got a balcony and an orchestra section. Anyway, very large room uh, stage is probably what a hundred foot proscenium opening or something pretty large. And so, so they, put up, they put up this giant screen for digital projection and then they put up this giant sound system for total Atmos sound system in a room that size it was amazing and I had my SPL meter out during one of the clips it was so loud I was like what is it? oh it's 100 db SPL a weighted slow so and it was you know and the low end was way louder than that, it was just incredible and and just very surrounding too. you know the Atmos thing very, very surrounding speakers everywhere it's just amazing what these guys are doing. Kenny?
2: What, Atmos- what were you doing.
5: It's CinemaCon. It's the, the oh, you know, I mean, you're
2: What was your What uh,
5: Well, it was my, we, Warner, Warner Brothers, okay. And uh, so I did Warner Brothers last night and then tomorrow night I do Lionsgate.
2: So you were mixing A1?
5: Yeah, for, not for the film though. So the films are what they call D- DCPs, digital cinema packages. And they go directly from the playback device, whatever that is, directly to the digital cinema sound system. So I don't have anything to do with that part but I'm just doing the voices and a small playback from the you know, video playback device.
6: So Kenny, are you in the Coliseum, the actual theater?
5: The Coliseum, yeah. yeah. Okay,
6: so- they, they built a big building across the street called the New Coliseum and it's convention hall.
5: Oh, that's not where. That's I, what that's no, what stumped no, no. me we're because this, we're I just, we're in the Coliseum where like Sting and Adele right, supposed to yeah. play. all these people play there.
6: I, I just got a gig in June for the for the new Coliseum, which
5: is the big board, the big ballrooms oh, over there. Sure, that's pretty spectacular too. I mean, this place is not about small stuff. It's amazing. Yeah, the all the rooms, and, the rooms are huge. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, see, it, this is the room in my, and I'm in the Caesar's Hotel room right now. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, those uh, the drapes are almost like the casino floor. Very hard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, they they don't yeah. want you looking down at the floor. You know, they definitely don't want you looking at the drapes. You know, that's pretty sure.
5: spectacular. And, and they told me, uh, they told me that when Adele came in here, she actually rehearsed in here for three weeks. They, uh, they, as in the Adele production people, had the staff, the hotel staff, like the Caesars people, remove all of their equipment. It had to get out of the building. It, there wasn't even anywhere to put their sound system after they took it down. They took down their sound system, took down all their lights off all their pipes, took it all out of the building to a safe storage place with climate control and everything, and then brought it back a few weeks later when she canceled. And it was like, they didn't they didn't even wanna use her, I mean, the in-house intercom system. They were like, no, we don't need anything. Just give us electricity. And so they were just totally self-contained. And what Dave Torty was telling me was that probably came from an incident that happened to her a few years ago where what was it you probably you guys probably knew this uh she was doing a piano and vocal thing and the microphone in the piano fell on the piano and she said i am never going you know and that was somebody else's microphone in the piano She's like i'm never going to use anybody else's production equipment ever again I, mu- I must bring my own equipment so hence millions of dollars must have been spent on that rehearsal setup and tear down and, Absolutely. and then for, for nothing, for nothing. And there's even talk that she might not even perform here. She might perform somewhere else eventually, when she, whenever she decides she's ready to perform. Pretty crazy.
0: Well, look at the bright side. Our brothers in arms got paid for something. That yeah, Dave Torty
5: got paid for sitting at home for five days because he had COVID. He tested positive for COVID, so he stayed home for a few days. But hey, by the way, speaking of Vegas, did you guys know that the Mirage got sold recently, like a few months ago?
0: Without Mike Brown being here, I don't know anything about Las Vegas. I mean, <laughs> yes,
5: yes, the Mirage. we knew it got sold. Yeah, the Mirage got sold to to the Hard Rock. The Hard Rock yes. Giant Guitar, right, or some some kind of some kind yes. of guitar thing.
0: Is there Isn't that up? crazy? Because the Hard Rock sold to Virgin. Exactly,
5: uh, that's my thought. So, what did the Hard Rock want to do? They're just playing playing chess with a better location. I guess yeah. that's what it is. Uh, by uh, the way, over a billion dollars for the Mirage. How about that?
4: Oh so didn't there wow. wasn't there a new hotel opening today or a reopening yeah, the of palms the, hotel?
5: the palms is reopening today or tonight the palms mm-hmm. is apparently was sold to the same company that runs the oh don't tell me the one in southern california the Hamada or something like that david do you happen to know um uh, David yeah, yeah that's it yeah, yeah. yeah. um san mc- San Miguel. That's it, Bad San Miguel, yeah. Indians, yeah. yes. So the, those Indians must have bought the palms or something, is that right?
3: Yes, they they did.
5: Yeah. That's so right. because I was just over there, and there's a giant sign, you know, giant LED wall on the side of the building that talks about how it's opening tonight at 9 p.m.
4: Where's the NFL draft going tomorrow?
5: That's at the Bellagio, isn't it? The, isn't it uh, on the part of it's at the Bellagio?
2: Bellagio, and the other part is at the um, it's set up behind the new by uh,
3: the new Coliseum. But, no um, and, kidding. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the back by the link in their wow. park, the Caesar's owns that parking lot, so they set up the whole theater there. Oh my and, god! And tonight they have a drone show too. Well, they're gonna have a drone show um tonight uh, for the next three nights at eight, eleven, and ten, eleven. Yeah, the
5: drone. What outside shows are the Caesar's impressive. venue? Yeah. Outside
3: of a uh, Bellagio.
5: Oh no, kidding! Wow.
3: Yes. Yeah.
5: Yes. Uh. At Vegas, man, they know how to market this place. Wow, it's just so jumping here, and that Caesar's Casino is nuts.
0: Well, I am homesick. I have to tell you, I am homesick. I really want to get back. Sorry,
5: sorry. You
0: know, but that's okay. That's okay. I mean, you know, you, uh, you mentioned so many things that, uh, that, that uh, will lead into what I wanted to talk about right now. And I don't know if you guys are hearing this about in your market, but you've been talking about the concerts and big. So for people with money, concert members get the first rights to buy tickets up to any concert booked at the new Moody Center Arena in the University of Texas. So they basically have to shell out, uh, several hundred people paid a $100 just to get on a waiting list. And the membership provides the ability to purchase seats prior to public sale going on. And um, basically, I think it, it was, this is a story that's breaking right now. And I'm wondering if it's happening in other people market is, are there venues that are, are taking membership so that you can buy tickets before the, before the tickets go on sale?
5: It's almost like buying a PSL license for a sports arena. Yeah. Well, so
1: he, um, uh,
5: Traditionally, a lot of those pre-sales are, are related to certain credit cards, right? So the credit card companies, benefit in some way or somehow you know are in charge of that but now they're gonna have a a paid you can get a pre-sale if you belong to this club huh
4: yeah they call it a premium seat license so it's it's a PSL all right that's great
0: and speaking of the shows I mean the Lumineers you you know City City Bank just sent me this City Entertainment Kid Rock uh, the uh, Gabriel Iglesias uh, the Los Angeles Azules, uh, the Lumineers, Pitbull, Miranda Lambert, Chris Stapleton, Keith Urban, um, Joe uh Andre Baselli, Rob Zombie, uh, Gloria Trevi, Aerosmith, uh, Mission, Motley Crue, uh, Sebastian Yadara, Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls, Jira MX, Jonas Brothers are in Las Vegas, Usher, um, let me see, uh, Antiasio Verdes, uh, Derek Yu, The Black Keys, uh, Cheer Live, Nick Cannon, uh, Shania Twain, John Legend, Jack White, Bunderi. One of these shows that are in Vegas or
5: shows everywhere?
0: These are shows everywhere that Citibank is promoting. Uh. So there's a lot of shows the-
5: going on everywhere. Come on. They're everywhere. Lots of shows going on.
0: Yeah, I mean there's a lot of shows going on. Just like a lot I of mean-
5: people predicted, when when the flood bri floodgates opened, they really, you know, a lot of water came out of them.
0: Yeah. I mean, basically Little Naz just announced this tour, Dead Mouse uh announced their tour. Cryptocurrency exchange with Luna was on tour. Um, Blue Note Entertainment announced the launch of a new uh, new blues festival that's gonna be taking place. So, um, so and that's going all, to be in California. Con-
2: where are all these concert goers coming from? They're
4: well, in Las all. Vegas,
0: they come from all over the world. In Las Vegas, they come from all over the world because that's, you know, a lot of tours start in Vegas and end in Vegas because it's basically you know especially with 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 sport events as well people come from all over the world to support their team and las vegas is now without a doubt the entertainment capital of the world i don't think anybody could debate that or at least have a well it's it's just
5: it's it's just another stop on the tour circuit for pop and rock and whatever entertainers but they really in typical vegas fashion they really do it up and they have a lot of shows going on and a lot of things happening all the time.
0: Yeah, it's, so it's, you,
5: it's it, like, you know, you can you can come here and just go, yeah, I'm just going to go to Vegas and you will be entertained if you want to be entertained is the bottom line. you know? I went to see David Foster at the Wynn. That was interesting. Also, anybody do a gig at the Win? David, you've been I've, there yet?
0: I've, I have equipment. I, ha- I sold equipment to their theater. It's oh, a, it's, so you're
5: the you're the problem. OK, so that was what I was going to say. The sound system in there, it's like supposedly this amazing theater. You know what the sound system is? I forgot, but
0: uh, I didn't I sold them a console.
5: Oh, really? Okay, I didn't see their console because David Foster people had their own. But um, they uh, have a DVDOS system in there. Can you believe it? I mean, this is a new theater installed in probably the last few years, sometime three years or so. And they and they've got a DVDOS based sound system just it appalled me that like who would put a new, you know, a sound system in a new place that's 20 years, you know, sound system is 20 years old. That's crazy.
4: Well, well today, Foster. Sorry. Who is mixing David Foster?
5: Uh, so it's Carmen, Carmen Educate.
0: You know, the interesting thing Kenny about that is that who would do that right now? Right now you can't buy new gear. So if you have and This a, was
5: this you, was a few years ago that they built this place, but I just I was yeah. appalled that they put in a relatively new place you know built a few years ago they've got they've got this dvd sound system i'm just thinking there's so many better sound systems they could have put in there but the bean counters must have taken it over you know
0: yeah how's the Westgate? what what kind of system do they have here? oh the that's Apple the best in the- there
5: oh come on that is the best in there it's it's such a joke eaw I mean, eaw 850s no no that's that's hanging up stage it's still there but <laughs> Bose system that they got for nothing from Bose is still what we use at the Westgate. It's a really? joke, but you know, but it's an old room. Remember, yeah, but it's all Bose. Yeah.
6: Let, last time I was in there, that was seven sixties.
5: Oh yeah, I'm they're, they're the hanging. First... They're hanging. They're hanging up upstage there. Really? Yeah. They're <laughs> not. They're not wired up or anything. They're not ready. To go. <laughs> That's we were going to try to sell them to some third world country or something, but Jan said you can't even sell those things. Oh, funny. Yeah.
0: Hey, you know, I, you know, speaking of the Westgate and Barry Mellon, I just texted you something that, but you probably saw it. Uh, Dr. Pepper. Have you, you know what I'm talking about now, Kenny? With Dr. Pepper? You're, you're muted for a sound engineer. I'll, I'll let you slide this time. But Dr. Pepper, are you familiar Dr. with what Pepper, I'm Dr. Pepper, the berry, about, right?
5: berry flavored, and you have to be named Barry to get the berry flavored Dr. Pepper. So, who do they feature? Barry Manilow. I guess there's no other famous Barrys these days.
0: Yeah, but uh, you know, I I haven't seen Barry in a long time, but he looked really good. It, it, it's amazing what. That's money what can I do said too. You.
5: That's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing what a little makeup does, huh?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's amazing what money can do. I mean, that of course. Is, is,
5: yeah, well, you know, on film, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you know. Like, uh, I mean, you know, uh, some people some people age well. It seems like Manilow has aged quite well.
5: Well, uh, oh, he had some he had some plastic surgery done years ago that everybody considers a real botched job, but you know because it really changed his look a lot. But you know, we sort of get used to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, his face is really thin and that, you know, but at least he doesn't use the uh, the shoe polish on his hair like Wayne Newton
5: did, you know, for years. Yeah. So a friend of mine just did a, a corporate gig at the Bellagio and who'd they have for an entertainment? Wayne Newton.
0: Yeah, uh, just remember, by the way, everything you hear in this show is an opinion, so do your own uh, totally, research. Totally, totally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, do your own research. Oh, uh, uh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that commercial, I I saw it. I saw it on Twitter. It was running on Twitter. uh, And so um, So Elon Musk allowed
5: it then, I guess. uh,
0: Well, Elon Musk doesn't own it yet.
5: You know, Elon Musk
0: doesn't own it yet. You know, so, uh, you know, basically that's what's going on. But things are things are things are really moving along. Uh, So uh, before the show started and Jeremy, if you're in the room and you want to come in and talk about this, uh, it seems that Michael Strickland has been able to put something together for us to get some money for the Music Act. Um, there's, um, Jeremy's listening in. I think he's in his car. Uh, Jeremy, you want to talk about it or maybe somebody else in the room wants to talk about it? Because I didn't see the email. I usually get about, you know, three, four emails a week from Michael Strickland, but I didn't get one in this case about the money that's available. Does anybody have any knowledge about that?
4: The Music Act hasn't gone through yet. It's supposed to not come back to like, could come into the floor till like in the second week of May. <clears> yeah. but did, did anybody look at the uh, summary of the Save Our Stages grant that came out um, in April and who all got what money?
0: No, but I would think that Claire, uh, Claire got, I know that Claire got, you know, millions, I think,
4: got uh, Eight Day got... got 10 million. Clearwing got sixteen point seven mil. All Access got ten mil.
5: Is this free money, or is that they got to pay yeah, back?
4: That's grant.
5: Oh, that's friggin' awesome.
4: But so we got to put up with them. They get certain people get free money, and other people don't.
5: Well, it's kind of like the rich get richer, isn't it, Ken?
4: Speaking of we'll class see. action lawsuit, there supposedly is a class action lawsuit against the SBA for a lot of production companies that did get re- rejected.
0: Yeah. Well I, I guess it's, it's the up. the old the, the old expression, uh the rich get richer and the poor have children, I think is what they say, you know?
3: Well we we just got turned down for an additional EIDL loan. You know how they were throwing that out there trying to get people to
5: Yeah, they sent me an email said, You know you got can get more down. you got turned down? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, we're sorry to hear that. So let's read
5: read from Jeremy's note. He says, hey, Jan, I'm working with the company to get all my paperwork together for the Music Act. Let me know if you're interested and I can give you or anyone else my contact to make sure you get signed up and have access to this grant when it comes out. Not sure yet if it's going to be the Music Act or as part of the bigger bill. Whichever one passes now is a good time to get everything together.
0: Yeah, Jeremy, if you want to come in the room, hey, I'm working with a company to get all the paper. Jeremy, if you want to come in the room and say something about it uh, to add more than this, we would love to hear you. I uh, I know that I think you're driving, uh, but if you could just turn on your microphone, that would be great. Oh, he's doing a,
5: doing a tech rehearsal, it says here. Oh, it so okay. he can he not can actually talk. He can, he can type, but not talk. Well, there you go. So, so uh, hey, Ken, you can exciting read what are saying. About, you know, so next week is the... The beginning of the world stage auction also you guys know about that i'm sure bruce i knows knows about that. that's one of the biggest auctions of uh of technical equipment or whatever you call it show equipment it's uh, so ever. amazing did you did you look at the uh listing online
6: i looked at the list of gear and it just goes on forever i got like tired after a while
5: <laughs> right i looked at it, i looked i started looking at it more in depth today not the list of gear that's the pdf i guess you're talking about but yeah. i was looking at the actual they actually have photos of the lots and then very minimal descriptions of what's in them. So I was going to go down to the place and Tustin on Monday, I guess. Yeah. Monday and look at the actual lots and see, but it's like, you know, they have a lot of like the lot I like is it's got a bunch of D and B speakers and a bunch of amp racks and it's like, they want you to buy all that stuff in one. Yeah. lot. Oh yeah, sure. I want some XTI amps with my D and B speakers sure, for sure.
0: Well the thing is is there're going to be people that are going to be buying this right now because there's there is right now there is uh, a lack of equipment out there at least certain equipment out there for for mm-hmm. what people need because there are more shows than there are gear and yeah. that's all there is unfortunately to it. a lot of
5: the world stage equipment is a little bit outdated and uh, and I have a feeling the prices are going to be higher than they should be it's just uh, just uh, I, I think make- uh,
6: it- on the site they had a I'd like, this is what they're offering. And then it was like a retail and I gotta be honest, that's the way I, it was hard to understand, but.
5: Yeah, that's the, you're looking at the PDF. There's There's also a listing of day by day auctions because there's like five days of auctions, okay? And then if you look at, I looked at day two, that wasn't any good, but day three in Tustin, I think was the one where it had a lot of audio gear and it was like all the lots individually listed. And it tells the starting bid, and that's all it tells, other than you know, a, a sort of a brief description of what's in the lot.
2: Hmm.
5: I should put the link to that in the in the chat. I
6: thought I thought their packaging looked kind of weird. It almost looked like, you know, <laughs> to guy, say the guy, least, guy, man. Yeah, guys in suits were doing the packages because they didn't know what the hell they were talking about.
5: Exactly, exactly. Oh no, that's my point. Totally, Bruce. Totally.
6: You know, I always know when a guy in a suit designs a road case because it fucking doesn't work.
5: <laughs> Speaking of which, I, I love I love I love CT's road cases. Whoever designs CT's road cases is a yeah. genius. Because I was over there yesterday. Noticed, have you You're noticed up. their latches? Their yes. latches have enough room that they fall down and they actually are recessed when they're in the open position. There's yeah. no other cases that I've seen anywhere in the world that are like that. It's so great. You cannot rip your shins on CT Yeah, cases.
6: You know, when you get your mixer out, if the lid doesn't go on it because the wheels are in the way, that means a suit designed that case.
5: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> Tina, Tina is way Tina is way ahead of me. Tina is way ahead of me. Tina put the link in there. So world stage day one, yeah. then there's a world stage day two and so forth. And uh, the and then, then some of the days are East Coast based. But I was going to go down to Tustin and check it out. Are you going to go down, David? I'm working on on monday yeah david, oh, oh, david right. and it's i working. are on Milken. oh yeah right i was by prepping way, it yesterday
6: just, and we load in tomorrow by the oh, way my. i just
0: want to give a, a public service announcement one of the best one of the best case manufacturers in the world happens to be in this room right now spectrum cases um you know and for years they made the uh, soundcraft all the soundcraft cases if i'm correct and i believe that they are still very active in the case manufacturing business um, if somebody we're wants so, to say something about that I'd love to so, hear it
4: we're so far behind it's crazy right now
0: really. um I I just spoke to Mountain okay Mountain Mountain because I have an order for some motors well first of all they're 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 not delivering any motors at all they're not, they don't know when they're going to get their new batch of motors uh on six weeks eight weeks whatever they, they've got hundreds of orders right now so i would be like hundredth on the totem ball but he told me that they can't get cases they don't they can't even give a, a guesstimate of when they're going to get the cases
4: rnr has stopped taking orders
0: you stopped taking orders for cases hey
4: eh? R has mine R&R. just has time delay so long i can't a lot of people go somewhere else
0: Wow, that's that's too bad. It's what well, that's what's happening right now. And this is, you know, we're, 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 um, we're already um, over an hour into this. And I don't want to get too deep into the weeds about what's going on. But reality is, is that the supply chain issues are outrageously bad right now for us. And not only that, you know, there, there, there's, it's like, we're heading into a perfect storm of what's going to happen when the manufacturers can catch up. And a lot of the gear that you can't seem to find because during the pandemic, a lot of companies sold their equipment to companies like that don't do touring like churches, for example, or installs. So you can't sub-rent or cross-rent um, that, I mean, there's no projectors to be had. There's no, there's, the, you can't even cross rent a projector if you want to. Right. now.
5: So the guys from Digico, I saw them at NAB and they were telling me about the Dante chip shortage. You familiar with that?
0: Everyone's familiar with that. That's in our industry. What did they tell you?
5: They said that they end of life, uh, the chip manufacturer end of life, the main chip for the Dante interface. And so, so a lot of ordinate is trying to figure out a new chip. That will fulfill those needs, and because they can't, they can't make any Dante products without that chip, you know.
0: Well, a lot of people have gone with AVB, especially Avid, you know, and now Meyer is there as well. But it it still doesn't the AVB, from my understanding. Now I'm not an engineer. You guys more know more about it than I do for sure. Uh, and something, but it seems that that's the other technology that that's doing the talking in the interface. Uh, what do you guys know about that? Ken?
4: I see a lot of uh, speaker manufacturers going to Milan, you know, like um, Meyer and L Acoustics and d and I haven't seen Milan, Milan. I think the only one that has a Milan uh, card is is uh, Abbott at the moment. I haven't seen the other manufacturers. And then there's still the um, the direct out the um, prodigy that adapts stuff and gets stuff in different places too that's going out there.
0: Yeah, so I mean, we're gonna have to adjust somehow as an industry and it's not going to be like an instantaneous adjustment because there are so many consoles out there that use the Dante, so many pieces, not just consoles, but so much equipment, so many speakers, every, everything it talks with it, uh, especially in the television world, uh, the streaming world, all this Dante, um is out there and it's not going anywhere any, anywhere near in the near future so they're going to have to do something but to end it life that's going to be crazy
5: well, and, and part of the um, part of the reason for that was because we as the uh whatever we're, our industry is called audio or production or something industry are like this much of the chip manufacturers uh you know sales so they're not interested in our industry at all and so when somebody like the automobile industry comes along and says, "Hey, we need millions and millions of these chips," they're like, "Yeah, okay, we'll make those and we'll end of life the other ones." And so that's what I think he suggested happened.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. It's not good business practice when that happens. And I know because I'm dealing with this right now with with Avid and their Profile system. Uh, you know where people are saying, "Well, I can't get any. I can't get a schematic of." this, this particular board that I have, I could fix it myself, if I could get a schematic, but I can't get a schematic. And nobody is nobody's assisting and Of course, that's good for me, because I'm selling avid parts. And I but say, hey, well, but yeah. hey,
5: the speaking of that kind of thing, did you hear that Apple just today started their fix it yourself repair, uh, you know, uh, seg- segment of their company, they have a, you know, in other words, until today, you couldn't get anything Apple repaired couldn't get parts getting information for individuals on how to repair an apple item but now you can according to news stories
0: right well i fix it if you're not familiar with i fix it that's they've been around for a long time and they they have been providing the tools and the parts as well although they they they, they were not spa- factory uh, they're not endorsed
5: they're not endorsed yeah. by apple though
0: that's right. So this is okay. actually
5: endorsed by Apple. You got an Apple website that's called, I forget, but I'll, I'll put it in the chat.
0: Well, there you go. So there's some news for you. I mean, this show has been full packed with news and information that you could use. Mm-hmm. I think that's somebody else's slogan, so I'm not going to use that. But uh, do your own research for that. But with this in mind, I want to thank everybody who came uh, from social media. Um, Facebook, LinkedIn, if you're watching it, uh, Twitter, wherever you're watching the show, I really do appreciate it. Please give it the thumbs up and subscribe. That always helps and that'll help our position in social media. We are growing, which is really, really good. So people are out there are liking it. 99 views on Facebook last week. That's pretty impressive, even for me, even though you know, if, if I was a famous or a celebrity, it would be millions of views. I'm happy with 99. I'd be even happier with 100, uh, just an FYI. So all you guys could go to your own Facebook page, You know, click the like button here, or even tag yourself in it. I would love that if you did that. But if you didn't, hey, so be it um but we'll be back again next week um but before we say goodbye i'm going to open the room up does anybody want to say anything to anybody out there in the world now would be the time okay that's it all well, right goodbye, i have, everybody I have, I have a quick oh, a okay. quick
5: question quick question i heard and you guys will probably know the answer to this are you guys mac users i heard that with the latest mac operating system they totally Uh, changed how USB is handled. And so a lot of our USB devices are disabled with the latest operating system from Apple. Anybody know about that?
0: I just upgraded to Monterey myself, and I haven't had any problem with any USB, no USB. As a matter of fact, they fixed some of the things that weren't working correctly with USB, Uh, like for example, with, with the screens. So I was having a problem with Big Sur, which is the the prior version, that when my screen would go to sleep, uh, the exterior screen would stay on, but my main Mac would would shut the screen off. And the only way that I was able to get my main screen back was to unplug my auxiliary screen. But with Monterey, they affixed that. And that is a USB, a USB uh, uh, Bruce.
6: All right, I have a question before we take it. Well, uh, you know, people listening in might have this question too, but I am not like, I have all these computers and I'm not a computer geek at all, but I'm running Mojave, which I think was the last of the 32-bit, right? So I've been afraid because for the longest time, upgrading to the, whatever the next one is, which is sixty. Catalina
5: is next up. Catalina. You-
6: Right. I'm worried that Smart, which is what I run on my Mac and uh, my Mo2 and all in all the Yamaha console file builder things and all this stuff won't work. And I've been sort of tracking that a little bit. Has, has anybody got any, so any stories is, about that? What,
5: what version of Smart are you running? Uh, eight. Okay. Well, if you're running version eight, it's totally uh, 64-bit capable. And by the way, there's a little app, a little utility called Go64. You can download and it'll search your uh, hard drive for all your non-compatible apps. So with that Go64, you just run it real quickly. It's a real simple utility. And then you'll see that you have, you'll have. you probably with, with I Know You, you'll have your current apps and they'll all be 64-bit capable. You may have some little thing somewhere that's not 64-bit, but it's rare these days. So you're probably fine to upgrade to Catalina, but I'm in the same exact boat with my work computers.
6: Yeah, I I my I run two Macs and, and two Dell, you know, D- laptops. And my Mac is the one that I've been afraid uh, to go up to 64 because I just don't know what's yeah, going to work and what doesn't work.
5: Exactly. You know, I feel exactly the same way. I'm with you 100%, but I'm thinking about making that move to Catalina. Soon.
0: Right. Uh, well, Come there's two things new. I will tell you. There's two things I will tell you re- regarding that. Number one is before you do anything, back up. There are two great apps, Carbon Cloner and Super Duper. Uh, I use super duper. So you back up your hard drive uh, completely. So it's a bootable, it's a bootable hard drive. And if anything goes wrong, you could just put it right back, change, you know, go back to the operating system. It's really simple to easy to do. Um, So the Mac
6: backup on the hard drive, that's not
0: good enough.
5: Well, the Mac backup, you mean, you mean time machine?
6: Time machine. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Time machine is good, but it's not a clone. Okay. In other words, uh, but, I have I was just going to say, Jan, as much as it's, uh, you know, portrayed as a clone and it's great and everything. uh, don't trust it. Don't trust it. So uh, because, for example, you have a smart has a license, right? You have right. these apps that have licenses and stuff. Those licenses do not transfer over to that clone. Right. Correctly. In other words, you they may uh, they they may say that they do. But the, when you try to, if you boot your computer from that clone hard drive, you know, once you clone it to a new hard drive and you boot it from that hard drive, eh, a lot of things I found, my experience is that they don't work. So as much as it's a clone of all your data and all your data is hundred uh, percent, exactly as it was on your other hard drive, your little licenses and things like that that are tricky, Right. Not so much you know when so I, when it's, I, it's important to well, like for instance like i agree iTunes. with you, you i agree
0: with you to a point but if you use carbon copy cloner you're actually cloning all the whole hard drive everything about it so that when you when you when you boot to that hard drive uh it's it's 100 percent the computer doesn't know yeah. the
5: difference so you think carbon copy cloner is better than super duper in that way because I use super i do duper. okay I well do. so I, I should try carbon copy cloner so you have like you have like authorizations on iTunes, things like that. That's specific to that, you know, that computer and that software that's in there. It's really tricky sometimes when yeah, I when, when I
0: bought this yeah, get it, Bruce,
6: when I bought my new Mac, which now is like, you know, eight years old or whatever, uh, smart and, um, uh, you just mentioned it a minute ago, smart there was, there was, oh, AIS. I had to go back and and re you know tell them that I got a new computer and they gave me a new, you know sign in ID whatever the hell it is to make it work and, and it was fine. But yeah, we had to jump through a few hoops for sure. So. <laughs>
5: yeah. Well. Yeah. IAS has a really cool um, you know licensing scheme that you can you can deactivate it yourself. Same thing with Smart. You can deactivate it yourself. The key is to do those de- deactivations before you start your new computer. You know. Ah deactivate and then you reactivate on the new computer and if Mm -hmm. as long as you keep track of what you what apps need that and do it properly it's smooth as silk because those apps run really well but the but thing is if you don't like i did i recently i i you know sold a computer and i went oh darn i forgot to deactivate this and i deactivate i forgot to deactivate a lot of things and that that bit me when i was trying to set up my new computer that replaced it you know yeah. Well, uh,
0: what I will say, one other thing, Bruce, is that most of the Macs are compatible with with you know the sixty four bit is compatible with everything you have probably. But Kenny did give you a good a good good advice. It's the new M one chips that you have to be careful with on the new Macs that will not be compatible with. Oh, that if stuff. I and if I
6: if I bought a new computer.
5: Well, the thing yeah. is, yeah, well, tell me about that, Jan. Isn't there a uh, an app? Uh, that's kind of like a a go-between so that you can run your non-M1 apps on the M1 computer?
0: Yes, but I'm hearing, I'm reading a lot about that people are having a lot of problems with that and that it's not recommended. It's not recommended. Uh, Good
5: to know. Good to know. Thanks.
0: Yeah, Um, but they're having, you know, there's some issues with the M1 right now that they're working out. I'm not really familiar with it because I'm not really following that close because I'm not, I don't own an M1 uh, Mac. I still have a MacBook Pro from uh, 2020. Which and is by the way,
5: your your video is your video is frozen for some reason, Jen. You look really oh. cool. But anyway, uh, so well, but hey, Bruce, cool. Bruce, Bruce I, I'm just uh, oh shoot, I just I lost the question I was going to ask you. But the uh, I was wondering about this. So what software you use? It doesn't get an old suck, Kenny. <laughs> oh my God, I hate that. Sir. <laughs> thing, thing, really... Things
6: just disappear when I'm in the middle of a sentence.
5: I'm telling you. <laughs>
6: Okay, I'm sorry. What was your question?
5: <laughs> I yeah, if I if I remember the question, I'll I'll tell you.
6: Oh, what apps was I using?
5: Well, yeah, just th- you know, because maybe you'll trigger my memory that I was I was gonna ask you something about apps. Oh, that's uh, what it was. Studio Manager. I was gonna ask you if you still use Yamaha Studio Manager. That's what it you,
6: was. You know what? I haven't been on an L S nine or an M seven in so long. I
5: <laughs> Good. Well that because I, I that's see one it I apps. see it
6: here, but I don't know if it actually works or not.
5: But that now the the M seven the M seven has a separate sort of app that is 64 bit, but I think any other console that was supported by Studio Manager, you're out of luck. I think. Uh, I'm not positive. But the M7, surprisingly enough, had some little utility so that you can use an F7 with the 64 bit version of Studio Manager or something oh, like that. that I just a stupid
6: question. If I'm running a CL5, you know, and I did the CL, I built the console on the CL, uh, you know, editor, right? Does the CL editor bolt up to the CL5 so you can run both at the same time? Or is that a Studio?
5: Um, uh, what do you mean bolt up to the run at the well, same time
6: you know you know you, you i usually just build my console put it on a thumb drive take it to the show and
5: load it okay right? so well, you know what i usually do what do you I do? do i do that and then when i get to the venue I, I connect my computer to the console and I'm constantly changing things on the console, on the computer instead of on the console, because it's so much easier to change them on the computer than See, on the console. I,
6: I have never done that before. Run never. my computer.
5: That's I, yeah, you and you and most people, most other people, I, you know I, get, uh, I get looks. I get looks when I tell a guy I want to do that. And they're you like, know, like what? what, why would you want to do that? You know, You know but
6: the, X, the helpful, X32 so and helpful. the M32 are the only two consoles that I run my computer at the same time, because you can't do anything on those goddamn things. But it's, you can do a lot on the, on the software. Oh, it's right. so easy on the software. So I keep uh-huh. it running. I do everything on the computer and I push faders on the console, but oh those things are both Oh I hate those things.
5: Yeah, no kidding. But but and everybody uses them. So oh, I know. so anyway, so uh, that's that's something you can do with the CL5 all the time. And one of the cool things about it, by the way, is the Dugan control panel. Because that now you can have the Dugan and you can watch your Dugan on your computer and it's real time. You know, can, you can see what's happening with the Dugan, even though you, you, you've you got your main screen on your console uh, set to whatever you want to see. So
6: will editor do that or do you have to use something else to do that?
5: It's CL5 it's editor. Yeah, that's what oh, I'm talking about. Oh, it
6: will. About. Okay. Yeah, I didn't CL5 know if you editor. have to use CL, Studio Manager.
5: No, no. CL5 and CLQL and TF all do yeah. that.
3: Cool.
5: i are, awesome.
3: are you doing that when you're on the Digicup?
5: No way. No, that digital, I haven't even thought about doing that. Have you? Have you got a console, computer
3: hooked up to No, I've got the, you know, the offline editor, but I've I've yet to plug them together and see what happens.
5: Oh, yeah, I, I, ditto. I've never even thought about doing that. The closest I've come to that is using the iPad app, which is okay, but it's not like the console, you know?
3: I was just thinking of using that as another window more than anything.
5: Yeah, about. that would be, yeah, well, the, the iPad, but yeah, you're right. If I could, If I could have the computer online with the console. I'm not sure, can you even do that with the DigiCo? Anybody know?
4: The 225 is set up to do that.
5: What about the SD series? Not sure. Yeah, I'm definitely not sure. That's, on- uh, that's a good one. That's a good one, Kurt, because that would yeah. probably be helpful, you know?
3: In the offline editor, you can't look at the I.O., the rack, unless you're connected to the console, which is connected to the rack. So they must be able to coexist because you couldn't program routing. The without computer. the stuff yeah interesting yeah okay ken Wow. Well, now ken? i know what i'm doing later i'll hook it up cool. hey,
4: ken? hey kurt have you guys updated your ways to 13 yet and had any problems
5: i i don't think i'm running version 13 but why isn't that the one that costs money they're charging money for that
4: not that i know of because i Oh, uh, up- so then
5: you're just talking about the plugins or the actual uh super rack
3: super rack
5: yeah, I don't think I'm running Super Act version 13. Am I? I don't know.
3: I'm waiting on supply chain for me for my stuff.
0: Well, it's very interesting. To, we're thinking very, very interesting think. what we're talking about. So, listen. It's, it's let me thrilling. say goodbye to the people. Let me just say goodbye to the people on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, I know I'm not. Uh, my video is not working correctly right now, but I guess that's because we've been on too long. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, there it is. I can see my picture here. Uh, look at that. I could get turned picture on and off, on and off, on and. Off. Anyway, with that in mind, just remember you make it happen. Have a great week. Have a phenomenal. Uh, have a phenomenal life. Until I speak to you again and you come and join our panel, we'll be back again next Wednesday. And with that, we can say that we're off the air right now, And but we're going to continue this conversation. So if you want to come join us, remember you can just by uh, DMing me from any of the social media platforms or sending an email to me uh, at soundbroker at Gmail, and we'll send you an invite so you could join the panel. Thanks again for watching. Stay safe, and remember, you make it happen. So go out and make it happen. And we are off